and welcome back to Eclectic Soul Podcast. That's Jen. Hello. I'm Jen. <laughs> I have a headache, so bear with me. <laughs> so anyway, um, which half are we on? This is we, our book series. By yes, way. welcome to our book club. Book, book club. Our book club series. What was that again, Jen? Um, we are on a court. Of Wings and Ruin, which is book three. And we are on chapter, we started on chapter 29. That's where we started. Mm-hmm. And we ended um, finishing 48. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> Daddy don't know I'm a scared at the body shop. <laughs> But she's never... Hopefully this is not, you oh, know, all over the place. Yeah, because we're tired. So, I mean, it's always hard to remember things in order, and we always leave things out because there's mm. just too much to talk about. That, you know, I go on a rampage. <laughs> if we get focused, you know, really obsessed about one specific thing, we'll just talk for like 30 minutes about one specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> so... Outline like I always do, but we'll see how this goes because you know I wrote this outline in like five minutes. <laughs> five minutes, really? Yeah, that's all the time you put into it. Well, yeah, but I was trying to think, you know, like, okay, what, what was this? Is what that this? what I smelled earlier? That's exactly <laughs> what you were smelling. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> a needle pulling thread. We will start with <laughs> Nesta and Feyre. Going to the library. Going to the library. The library. The library. Mm-hmm. And they come across the ravens. They are not little creatures, I tell you. They're like, I guess, the spies yep. for Hyber. Mm-hmm. And, yep. And, um... Everything was kosher until they appeared. Yeah, and they have Feybane. Yeah. So they lost their powers. Yep. And because they didn't have any powers, Feyre basically decided that, that she was going to take Nesta down to the bottom of the library. Yep. Um, to where the evil... Well, they don't know... Well, they didn't know what yeah. it is at the bottom, but she just knew that whatever it was was, it was something that was kept there because of what it was. Right. All she knows is that when she was there with Reese, he said that Cassian had, see- had seen whatever was down there, but he never would speak of it. And he's, like, terrified of going down there. Yes. So she figured, well, it must be pretty scary, so let's go down there. <laughs> Maybe it'll help me. Maybe it won't. But at least I'll have a chance. Or, you know, at least they'll die. And then hopefully, they might die too. And but... the fact that she was also contemplating the fact that it would also help the Fabing get out of her system. That yeah. she could possibly have enough time to call Reese right. because she couldn't even get a mental yeah. shimmy down that little line they got between the two, that little board. Yeah, and I don't remember if it's... I'm sure the Fabian had something to do with it, but I don't know. I know the library has, like, some sort of, like, wards or something, so I don't know. I don't think you can winnow into After the library. You get to a point. A certain point, yeah. and I don't... Maybe, maybe that's why the bond didn't work either. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I could I, be wrong. I just don't remember, but... Yeah, but they had to break the wards to even get yeah. in there because... Yeah, they did. And they had a, um, the cauldron, well, not the cauldron, it was a spell book, I guess, that he had. And I guess the spell that he used could only be used once. Yeah, that was, what's his face? King of Hybern. Yeah, that piece of shit. And he chose the library to break into. 
was a diversion. Because it's a special place for Reese, that library. Yes, And it's a sanctuary for all the women that have been abused and stuff. Right. Um, They're the priestesses and stuff that are in the library. But later on we find out it was mainly a diversion. It was a diversion, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so they go down yep. to the bottom, yep. and then once she does find light, mm-hmm. she tells Nesta to go well, and yeah. get help. Well, and when the, they, when they yeah. there's only light in the center mm-hmm. of the room, right. and she told Nesta to stay there. Right. And she kept running along the walls using her nails, fangs, whatever you want, to keep connected with the wall to see what she mm-hmm. could find and mm-hmm. maneuver and everything to keep those guys with her. Right. So they can, um, so she can pretty much, and then poof, the guy was, that creature, whatever it is, was behind her. Yeah. And they made a bargain. Right. And what's the bargain? And the bargain is for someone to come down and spend time with it. Yeah. He wants to know about life. He wants to know all about life. And she gets a tattoo on her wrist. Ooh, I'm just gonna drop my iPad. Um, because of the bargain. Right. Is it wrist or arm? Actually, I thought it was. Maybe it's her arm. I don't know. It's it's part of the wherever it, whether yeah. it's a wrist or the arm. But it's I know it's, it's a, a band. band. Yeah. And a solid uh, band. I'm thinking. What's I gonna say? I don't know. I don't remember. But um, and then basically he he asks if she wants. <laughs> him to kill the the two ravens right and he does and she said yes please and he told mm-hmm. her that as he started to attack them he did something to cause fright in them mm-hmm. and he says now close your eyes right don't so, watch yeah and she did and then as the fabian wore off cassian came in then reese showed up mm-hmm. and the creature allowed Reese to get into the mind of the two creatures to find out what was going on. And, um, uh, he got to hold them while the guy kind of took their lives. Yeah. Cause he was pissed. I yeah. mean, that's his wife. Mm-hmm. That's his sister-in-law. You know, Cassian was pissed because that's the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, um, all four of them were pretty shook up the time yeah. they got back yeah. so to the house. Um, they make a discovery after they get back, right? Yeah. That the ravens were part of a, uh, a prophecy that Elaine had said. Yes. And that she's a seer. Yes. And yeah. her sister, Nesta, didn't like to hear the fact that she was a seer. Right. But that's what she was. Right. She was a seer. She was mm-hmm. seeing what was... She was foretelling the future. Um, some seers can see past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we know that she could see the future. We don't know if she could see why things happened mm-hmm. in the past or whatnot. Well, we do know that she did say something about the queens, right? She foretold the, about the queens and how uh, she uh, knew about the uh, the queen that went in after Nesta in the cauldron and mm-hmm. she turned old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also know she tells so then she knows the past then too. Um, so. And then she also during this particular scene that we're talking about, she talks about the queen that was missing at the meetings. Right. Um, and then you find out that she's being held captive on the continent. Yes. Um, by a sorcerer, and he has a bunch of other women there too, 
and it kind of sounds like the um what is it the swan yeah story it's the, the story of the swan and the prince or, or something like that where the guy is um uh what is he a, a fox or i can't remember he's one creature Mm -hmm. Um, by night, yeah, an owl. He's an owl, I think. By night, I can't remember. I, I don't because and then she's a swan, swan by day, yeah. And then he, he becomes a creature at night, and because he's a man during the day, and then she becomes a beautiful girl at night. Mm -hmm. But because and this curse was put on them, so they could never touch mm -hmm. each other because the person that placed it was highly jealous yeah. of her love and wanted her love, yeah. so. But in this situation, the guy, the sorcerer, is the only, he's the one keeping these women right. captive. Um, but it is that whole, like, you know, by day they're human and then at night or whatever they turn. Or is it the reverse? I don't remember. Yeah. She's they, a bird. They get, said that she was one color, but the other ones were white, which were swans. Were swans, yeah. Yeah. So. So, and we and her name is Vasa. Mm -hmm. And, um. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then what happens? Oh, and then, um, after that, the, um. Ooh. And I, I would say in the original story of that, that the only time that they could see each other is when there was an eclipse, that they could be man and woman together in the in the original story. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious of how that works out in this because I've not read the rest of the book. Right, 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 you know? right. Yeah. So <laughs> um, then we have a surprise. Well, Lucian actually goes looking for them. Yes, but not not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. See, I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun. Um, <laughs> I'll mention this real quick, and then I'll go on to what I was saying, but. So Nesta and Amran are still working on her learning how to, you know, break the wall and or not break the wall to um, to heal the wall. Heal the wall. <laughs> um, and then suddenly, the summer court gets attacked. Yes. And Varian, who is Tarquin's, remember Tarquin is the High Lord of the Summer Court. Mm -hmm. He uh. Varian is the prince of the summer court. Mm -hmm. uh, Varian, who has like a thing for Amran, <laughs> the two of them is like this weird kind of thing going on. Right. Um, he sends Amran a message saying that they get attacked. So Tarquin didn't know about it. He just does it right. because they have blood rubies. So technically, they're right. you know if they show up in the summer court, they're supposed to be killed like on sight. Right. Um, and he basically says, you know, we're getting attacked. Protect, protect yourself. Um, but Reese decides to, to actually send his Illyrian army. Right. And, and they themselves. All go. Yeah. Except for Amor, and she stays back to protect the city. Right. And Nesta stays, and, and the lane stays. Right. Um, but everybody else goes. Morg and Freya uh, yeah. go on a killing spree. <laughs> Actually, they all do, but we well, only see yeah, that. Yeah, but you, but we you only, only hear about them. Yeah, but I mean, see. we're talking about two badass yes. girls going kicking ass. Yes. Yes. And so, okay, so what happens is Reese, well, the, the guys go first. Right. So, like, because Cassian is the general of the army. Right. So he goes and does the army thing. Obviously, Asriel's also there. Right. And then um, Reese has to winnow all the armies. I mean, in. Right. Right. Um, and then... 30 minutes later, they get a message that the two girls can go, yeah. and so they went. Right, and because Feyre doesn't have any battle experience. Right. She doesn't fight with the army. Um, so that Moore takes her into the palace, 
so that they can get rid of all the, you know, basically all the people that are in the palace. And that shouldn't be in there. That shouldn't be in there. Yeah. And um, when they get there, when, when they winnow in, they find that all of the high fae have, like, abandoned the lesser fae. Right. And the lesser fae are fighting to stay alive. Right. And they don't have as much power as right. the high fae. Right. Um, and they basically make their way through the palace. Oh, yeah. They slaughter the shit out of them. And... <laughs> What few they leave alive, what stragglers they leave alive, yeah. the lesser fate beat the shit out of them and kill yeah. them off. And then they make their way and then they come upon another fight where it's like four or five guards fighting six men or something yeah. like that. And Freya just goes, okay, nighttime. And she just like puts the shadows out so nobody and can see. see. And she just goes, her and Moore go to town. Yeah, because Moore, she is, well, she says Moore must be able to see in the dark. Yes. And then maybe that's because, like I said, she's from the mm-hmm. Court of Nightmares. Right, right. right. Um, and then Feyre shapeshifts her eyes. Yes, so she can see yeah. in the dark. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then when they come out, they go, how did you do that? Because <laughs> we bad. We know it. We're the girls to show it. <laughs> I love it when badass women can outbeat men. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but, you know, <laughs> I just think it's kind of cool. <laughs> so after they get through the palace, then they actually go to the, the city. Uh-huh. And they go through and they, yeah. they uh, help the citizens. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then the High Lord asked them why they're there. <laughs> well, I, no, actually, um, I, um, she checks on Reese. Favorite checks on Reese. Right. To see what's going on. And she, like, goes into his mind, or tries to go into his mind. Obviously, he has a shield, right? Right. But he eventually lets her in. Right. And then she's in his head, and then you can see what's going Hold on with him. And he is on a ship. Right. Yes, and- this is true. On a ship. He's yes. on a ship, and then the King of Highburn is there. Right. And it's kind of hard to talk about the, the scene because it's like he's... They find out he's really not there, but... Right. He's he's basically... Um, he's an illusion. He is an illusion. He's a... Um, some people would say that he's uh, astro-projected himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the scene is hard to explain because it's a lot of dialogue, right? And they there's a lot of like you know he's talking to the king of Hybern, you know Hybern's talking to him, and then Feyre's talking to him in his mind, and she's basically telling him to kill the king of Hybern over and over right, again. Right. Right. And um, he's like trying to decide what to do because he's lost some of his power because right because of the fabe and everything yeah so um but then eventually he does tr- a tr- a try to attack him and then that's how they find, find out, out that, that it was just an astral projection illusion yeah. mm-hmm. so and then after that he disappears mm-hmm. and he basically says that this was just a test like right. this isn't really what i could do like this was nothing and um and then of course favor actually gets to see him like um uh, at reese i mean um, how powerful he actually is. I mean, he right. doesn't even have full power, but he basically just like makes all the all the Highburn soldiers that are still there, like all of them. Gone. He just dis- he just immediately just they, they just disappear. Like there's this red mist that just mm-hmm. appears, and then he he kicks her out of his mind. Yeah. 
And then, and then of course, more, more is like shaking her, like yeah. she's been like kind of like guess out of it, like in a trance or something. Like, you know? What? What? <laughs> she's like, what the? I like, can't believe what I'm seeing my mate doing. <laughs> and of course, she brings that up to him, and she sees him. But yeah, but um, and then that's when um, I think they go back to the palace. Right. Yeah. I somewhere in there because Tarek says Tarquin. Yeah. Yeah. Tarquin. So yeah, they go back about... to the, yeah they go back to the palace and they see Varian. Mm. And Varian says he's in the is it the throne room? I don't remember what room it is. Might have been the throne room. And she thinks he's talking about Reese, but but then when she gets into the room, it's Tarquin that he's talking right. about. And Tarquin's not very happy. No. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it, when they were last there, they. You know, he felt used, and yeah. they stole something of theirs that they were protecting and keeping, and, you know, he, I would be still pissed, and, you know, they do have blood rubies out on their heads, yeah. so, I mean, and all right, he could have had her arrested. Actually, he could have just killed her on the spot. Right. He could have tried to kill her on the yeah, spot. I don't think he would have been able to kill her. But yeah, he could She's have, pretty powerful because that's what the blood rubies meant. Right. You you set foot in the summer court and you're immediately dead. Like, right. You know, yeah. you have a yeah, death threat on your head. But really, he just asks her questions. Like, right. why? Why did you do this to me? Like, right. Um, and then Reese shows up. And they're sorry about it. They you are know, sorry about it. It's not something they wanted to do. But it was her test, and if they're try, they were trying to do stuff without having a lot of people involved to try to get the cauldron away from the king yeah. because Reese knew what was going to happen. And hello, they not only attacked Valaris that one time. Now here they attacked the summer summer court. court. Um, and they've made camp in the spring court, basically. Right. right. So, hello. <laughs> yeah. What do you want us to do? And, and that's also... We didn't have to come here and right. help you either, right. but we did. You and know? I should know that you brought that up, too. Like, Tarquin, he wasn't really prepared for that. He had some of his, like, um, was it army or... Well, I don't know if it was ships or it was army. I can't remember, but... He had a lot of them stationed by the Spring Court border because he doesn't trust Tamlin because Tamlin right. um, made a deal with Hybern and he let Hybern into his court. And so he was trying to protect the border, but it ended up, the forces didn't come from that side. So right. He, was, he wasn't prepared for that. No, he wasn't pre prepared to protect the harbor. I think he had like three boats in the harbor yeah. and the rest of them were out. So, yeah. you know, the harbor was wide open for ships to come in, so. Um, <sighs> and then, basically, Tarkin wants them to leave. Yeah. He, he basically says, take your army and leave. And then he doesn't want to talk about well, anymore. We can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Well, if you could take care of yourselves, then they wouldn't have come in and saved your ass. Oh. And they came in to save your ass because they did feel sorry. And they want peace. They don't mm -hmm. want people to be attacked by this crazy-ass lunatic of a fucking king who doesn't care about anyone but himself because he's another narcissist, mm -hmm. in a sense. So him and Tamlin would make a fine couple. Yeah, they, yeah. they would, but Tamlin would actually be the woman in that situation. I know. Dude, <laughs> funny. I would love that. so funny. Bend over, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty much doing that now. But, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, and we have nothing against 
gay people just putting that out there oh no 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 no, 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 no. no that's not that but, no it's, it's just, it's just it's funny that he put himself in that situation yeah i mean come on you asked the sob to get your woman back when she wasn't even your woman to begin with because if she was your woman you wouldn't have one kept her trapped in the house two you wouldn't have fucking treated her like she was a little doll you know dress her up not let her be herself you didn't give her any freedom and what freedom you did give her she was constantly under the watchful eyes of either lucian which lucian is not a bad person you know he's stuck in that situation as well at that moment and then the other people around there she couldn't go anywhere she couldn't go off anywhere she couldn't wherever she wanted but you tried to appease her by giving her art supplies and making her feel like she was the only woman for you and you they all, you did all of this just so you could get her to fall in love with you to break a spell you claim that you love her but the problem is you love the fact that you could have a human at the moment to control and manipulate to do whatever you wish to do and still feel, you know, soul your roots. So I'm sorry that didn't work out for you because she actually realized what you were and no longer wanted you. Mm -hmm. um, I've kind of been in their shoes before and I will never date another narcissist ever again. So, <laughs> so sorry that mommy's getting hot down at the body shop. <laughs> <clears throat> licking that lollipop and Reese until it pops. <laughs> They just don't mind me. I always find it so amusing every time we get on this topic. Like, yes, I'm gonna talk about this again. <laughs> I just can't stand that piece of shit, Tamlin or told Tampon, you, I told as I know that you all now call him because oh, yeah. I find that really funny. <laughs> it's also the autocorrect automatically when you try to put Tamlin in it. It changes it to Tampon it, automatically. Yeah, I tried that on my own too, and I was yeah. busted out laughing. It, that's funny. But anyway. But yeah. Carrying on from that moment. Carrying on. So, um, the summer court battle's over. Right. But the Illyrian warriors um, don't leave right away. No, they stay up higher. Right. Because they're, they're injured. Eye. They're injured. They're injured. Um, they have other injuries. They want to keep account of how many people died, not only of their own, but other people that might have been hurt mm -hmm. and stuff. Because... If they have to send supplies, if they have to do this, if they have to do that, that is something they want to be able to keep an eye on. If they have, and I, ooh, I hear you. Um, Cassidy is that one that would have to give, be the bearer of bad right. news to families. So because he's the general, of the yeah, army. he is the general of the army. And, and uh, Nesta, when they get back, yeah, is pacing, pacing the floor, and. And wanted to know where Cassidy she is. She, yeah, but she's like, she doesn't say it. Like, no, it's like kind of beating around the bush kind of thing. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But she's actually angry at him. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. because he doesn't show up for days. Yeah, she's starting to show the signs that <laughs> she does kind of like him. Yeah, yeah. And she's another one that's going to be <laughs> getting unholy. <laughs> Um, that, yeah, they're probably worse, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't it. No, you yeah. already heard it. We already went yeah. on this tangent, the last one. <laughs> I always 
warn you about the Lord of Silver Flames. Oh, yes, I know. I don't know how we're going to get through that, but... I don't know either. I'm going to probably wear a mask. I don't even know if I'll be able to listen to it while driving. I might hit something. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> so, um, this, is, yeah, this is where Lucian... Is, agrees. Well, he volunteers. Well, he himself, volunteers um, himself. Yes, yes. To go and find Th this uh, this place. Is, yes. Um, and to see if he can help her get, get out. Right. And, yeah. And it's it's kind of they get into this discussion because they they need as many forces as they can get. Right. And they know that she is one of the queens that is probably for a help. human queen. Human queen is, right. is is actually didn't side with. The other queens. Right. And she has, obviously, she's over so many humans or whatever. So they're hoping that they can work something out and they can actually bring a human force of people you know, people to help. Right. And so, and none of them can spare going. Right. So that's why Lucian volunteers. Right. And because he, I think he's kind of bored and feels kind of, like, helpless. And well, because yeah, he's in a and court that he, that's foreign well, to him, too. Well, he's in a court that's foreign to him. Um, the court he was in, the Supreme Court, he's no longer welcome at, most right. likely. Right. Um, and it has fallen apart. And then he sure in hell doesn't want to go to the summer court, even though that's where his mother lives. No, and no, his, no, Autumn. Our Autumn Court. Sorry. <laughs> autumn Court, because that's where his mom lives, and his siblings. But the problem is, his father and his siblings right. do not like him at all. They love to torture him, pick on him, yeah. uh, talk smack to him, and belittle him, and... So you you figure autumn spring he's got um he has nowhere to go bad syndrome going on yeah. both of them so and he's sad because he's in the night court and his mate Elaine right has no interest in him at all well she's still not quite herself either well no but she hasn't even spoken to him the entire time right? but she's starting to come around yeah well she's by this point she's been coming out of her room she's she's in the right. kitchen now she's been talking to people right so she's kind of gotten over that but depressive. even as he was leaving she was trying to come down yeah the steps yeah to yeah him. yeah but i mean i'm saying from his point of view yeah. he's sad right yeah um and i think that's one of the big reasons why he decides to go because i think he's just he's and that i think that is the biggest reason but the, i think the next runner-up reason is it is that here's a court that took him in yeah um has treated him like an equal mm -hmm. Gave him a place to stay and everything, and doesn't belittle him, doesn't... I have been very open with him, very honest with him. And sometimes people who've been in that Stockholm Syndrome-type PTSD-type thing that does not realize that, oh, this is what it is to be treated with kindness. This is what it is to be accepted for who you are. You know, you still feel a little uneasy, but to know that you're being accepted, mm -hmm. you want to be able to do something in return. And if all he could sit there is because he doesn't have a job, you know, he's not really anything. Mm -hmm. He doesn't work for mm -hmm. Reese or anything like that. That's the next closest thing that he could do to say, this is a way of me saying thank you. And this is a way for me to say, hey, I, I am 
want to be one of you. I want to help yeah. innocent people. I want to find this queen. If this is what we can do to bring peace, then let me go do it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, are you sure you can handle it? And he goes, oh, yeah, I can yeah. handle it. Of course he can handle it. He's pretty tough himself. So I'm curious to see what the next chapters are going to be. And, and, it's, it. and going off of what you said, too, um, and this kind of goes into um, fan theories and stuff, mm -hmm. but um, Lucian, well, actually, before I say that, I should say certain characters fit with certain courts, right? They just have a vibe about them, like, right. because it's like they match the energy of the court, right? right? Because the magic of the courts have a certain energy. Right. Um, and... Which is another, one of the reasons why Faber never belonged in the Supreme Court. Even from book one, you could tell. Because she didn't vibe with the court. It wasn't no. like, it didn't naturally go with her character no. at no. all. No, it, it Tamlin was forcing her right. to have that vibe. Right. Um, and it, I, Lucian is one of those characters where it's like, he's being treated with respect at the night court, but he doesn't vibe with it. No. He... And neither does Elaine. No. Right? And so, it makes you wonder... Mm -hmm. Right. Doesn't mean that he's not going to have good relations with the Night Court. Right. But more than likely, and again, this I'm I'm going into like way into the future here, but it's interesting because they're both mates, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're going to end up because it's they're not going to end up in the Night Court. Let's be honest. We know because they, they don't. They yeah, don't. Yeah, now you know where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. They don't belong there, right? No, they don't. It's not. They they're. It's it's like a second home, right? Though. Right. They, I mean, obviously have a connection right. to the people there, right? But they don't. It's not home to them, no. right? They they just there's just something about their energy that just doesn't flow with that kind of vibe, right? So they're just very sunny. Yeah, they belong in a, in a court that has more light, you know, yes. and and is more brighter colors and right. stuff like right. that. Right. So. Right. The book is constantly, or books, are constantly full of, of pretty much everything that happens, there's proof that that she warns you, the author warns you yes. that this was going to happen. The author is a freaking genius with these writings of these books. So. I'm already impressed, and I'm only in the third book, halfway through, or um, two, 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 two-thirds through the third book. Yeah, I think we're about a little more than halfway because I think there's like 80-something chapters. Okay. We're, 40, right. we're starting 49. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Reese winnows Lucian to the continent and then he comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they prepare for the meeting. Yep. And then they make the meeting three days earlier than it was supposed yes, to be. Yes, because the battle. Right? Yes. Yes. It's like, we need to do something about this, like, now. Right. Um, and they get responses back from, um, how many? Six. Like five of them? Five. They don't know whether Tamlin is a no, and Tarquin is a no, because he didn't say he was coming either. Right. Um, but everybody else said that they were going to come, I think. Right. Um, and they are, they agreed to meet at, um... In the Dawn Court, yes. because they're usually neutral, yes. and it's one of the well, 
uh, what, uh, the solar courts all kind of border like under the mountain. I think his territory is, I mean, I have the thing up there, but mm -hmm. it borders under the mountain. Mm -hmm. And that's where they used to meet for all the meetings. But because of Amarantha and all the bad memories and stuff, nobody wants to go there anymore. Right. So, um, and then, uh, I think there's anything I'm leaving out. Favorite gets to pick her crown out. Yes, and she doesn't, um, she does it by feeling. She doesn't ask questions mm -hmm. or anything. She does it by feeling. Yeah. And she picks out the one, what energy resonated to her the most, which I thought was pretty ingenuous. Yeah. So, um... Nesta surprises them. Yes. Because the entire time she didn't said she did not want to go to the meeting because right. she didn't want to talk about what happened to her. But then at the last minute she basically says that she wants to go. Um and I and it and well, she says I'm going. Yeah, she yeah, well, she always tells me what she's doing. Uh, but it's because of the battle. Yeah. Because Feyre says uh well when she asks her about why she went or why Feyre and uh, went it's because it was the right thing to do. Right. And so now Nesta wants to do the right thing. She doesn't want to be a coward. No, she doesn't want to be a coward. Yeah. And that's a big step in the right direction for Nesta. Mm -hmm. Because Nesta has always been the coward. Hence, um, from when they were human. Oh, yeah. It, if it wasn't for Freya going and hunting and bringing food home... At such a young age and tending to her sisters and her father they wouldn't even oh, yeah. be surviving mm -hmm. yeah. so you can see that nest is still very stern and very strong but she is softening up a little bit when it comes to freya yeah because and i think she's always been like that i think she is very um deep down i think she's a very sensitive person mm -hmm. And all, all of that, like, strength that you see is really not. It's, it's like a, a facade to, like, protect herself. Right. Because she's sensitive. And um, she knows she's a coward. And I think a lot of the anger that she has, because that's really what it is. I mean, she's just angry. Mm -hmm. She's angry at herself mm -hmm. because she doesn't feel that she is capable, right? And I think she thinks that Feyre is very capable. And mm -hmm. she's very angry with herself about that. And then she's also angry at her father. So she's just, just she's just full of anger because right. of those things. Right. And um, a lot of the stuff that happens is just, her reaction to that is just anger. And that's what you see. Yeah. But slowly, you know, you, you can kind of see the sensitivity come out. Yeah. But she only lets it out in little bits because yeah. she's afraid of getting hurt. Right. So she keeps it. Right. Keeps yeah. it in. Yeah. Yeah. But oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, when they get to this meeting. <laughs> and I warned you about that meeting, too. I was like, oh, this meeting. And it's raining. Well, it's not raining right now, but it was raining here for yeah. the past day and a half in Phoenix. Uh -huh. And uh, so instead of Jen driving us everywhere we were going, because we use her car when I'm at her house, and I use my car when she's at my house. Because, um, you know, that's what hosts do. And um, she's like, you're going to drive. So I'm driving this and I'm listening to this meeting. And oh boy. Oh boy. Before even the surprise of Tamlin comes in. Oh my goodness. Some of the stuff 
Like, these people say to one another. Well, it's a lot. It, it it's is a, a lot. It's a big scene, and it's like the most characters in a scene at one time. So yes. it's very, like, when you listen, that's why I was, when we went to Starbucks, I was just kind of making sure you understood who everybody was, because, like, even when I listen to it for multiple times, it's, like, I still, I'm like, okay, wait, what, huh? Who's saying what and stuff? Uh-huh. Um, but. Oh, scary. When they first arrive, what, there's only, like, three or two? Well, Thiessen, it's Thiessen's house. Mm-hmm. But so there's two other, there's, Helian is there, mm-hmm. and, um, Callius, I think, is mm-hmm. there, right? When they first arrive. Mm-hmm. And so it's. Nesta, Feyre, Moore, Moore, Reese, Cassian, and Azriel, I yeah. think, right? Um, <laughs> Azriel. <laughs> well, we're getting there. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, and the solar courts, which are the ones that are there, right? Mm-hmm. Because Thiessen, it's he's the High Lord of the Day Court. Right. No, the Dawn Court. Dawn, Dawn. Dawn Court, and they're at his palace. Right. right? Um, and he is the one that is gay, and he has the... The lover, yes. the male lover that's with him. Yes. Um, and then you have Helion, who is the High Lord of the Day Court. Right. And then you have Callius, who's the High Lord of the Winter Court, and he has a wife, Vivian. Right. Who is really, really good friends with Moore. Yes. And they oh. act like little girls, like yes. teenage girls. Yes. Um, but the Solar Court ones, they have, probably have the best relationship out of any of the High Lords, because yeah. I don't know why. I guess because they're all kind of similar energy, maybe. Probably. But, um... So it's not like super, I mean, I wouldn't say it's super easy, but it's not like super hostile or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And Feyre and Reese have decided not to act like assholes like Reese usually does, which where he puts on a front well, and pretends. Freya says, let's go in being ourselves, right. not wearing a mask. Right. So. Right. And he, <clears throat> Reese actually doesn't hide his wings for the very first time. Yes. Yeah. And surprisingly, a few people are not surprised that he has wings. Yeah. So. But she also learns that they, um, there's other uh, fae that have wings. Mm-hmm. Um, she's heard of the Seraphim before, which is part of that story we talked about right. in the last uh, discussion which... we had. And then the Peregrines. Yes. Which are like bird, bird. wings. Yes. Yeah, the bird wings. Seraphims are angels. They're angel wings. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, well, she wonders whether the Day Court has winged creatures too but because she doesn't know at the time right right it's just like a speculation right um and then let's see who else shows up after that i don't know probably tarquin i think tarquin showed up not no one knew he was coming right so he probably just decided at the last minute to show up i think it's because he realizes you know what reese didn't have to come here and save us, and he did. Mm-hmm. So let's go listen to see what they have to say. Right, right. You know, because we did get attacked. And we know probably the most about him, other than Tamlin. Um, like, spent more time with him than any of the other mm-hmm. High Lords. So we know what his views are. Mm-hmm. He's very, li- like, he has very liberal views, meaning that he, he really wants equality. and Right. So, you know, he, he really, he wants to believe that you know they're there for positive change and you know right so i think that also kind of plays into it for all for everybody right um and he's also the youngest high lord out of all of them as well yes he is um and then baron shows up (laughs) 
who is the High Lord of the Autumn Court. And he's the oldest out of all of the all High Lords them. there. And the most <clears throat> cunning of the mouth. Yeah. He has, I mean, this is my opinion, but he doesn't use his head at all. Like, no. He has no brains. He has no filter. No brains, no filter. He says whatever the hell he wants to say. I mean, look what he said to Freya. Uh, he, he's, he, verbiage wise, he is almost as bad as what Tamlin says. Yes. Actually, let's talk about Tamlin first because mm-hmm. go in order because of order of, the, of what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Baron arrives, but he doesn't really do anything. No, nope, he doesn't do anything. So, and that, but they're already start, they start the meeting, meeting. And then all of a sudden, of course, Tamlin has to make this big, ridiculous entrance of like. Because he's this narcissist, I'm here. And it's funny because <laughs> the description in the book uh-huh. is Feyre remembers the first time he comes into the cottage. Yes. It's the, it Same. reminds her of that yes. where he's just like this beast to like. The He's thunder. really angry. <laughs> well, it was the yeah. noise that came before yeah. he came in. Right. So, yeah. that's why she knew that it was him that was coming. But Tamlin's whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's, he's super angry and pissed oh. off. Oh. <clears throat> the thing is, is that he growl. He's growling the whole time, the whole series. <clears throat> but you really realize it now. <laughs> Sorry, but... <laughs> But it's funny because there's a difference between him and Baron. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll focus on Tamlin first. Mm-hmm. But Tamlin is, he's very narcissistic in this scene. Um, because everything that he says, everything that he says. It's all about him. It's all about him and it's all about Feyre. Mm-hmm. Nothing, they're there to talk about this war. Yep. Okay. But not once until he's forced to later, mm-hmm. right, to get to the point. I was going to say the point. Right. But um, everything that he says is directed towards Feyre. To, and he just puts the everything, everything that's happened to him in this entire series is her fault. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> my God, you're going to keep doing that. And I'm going to like lose my train of thought. <laughs> So I, I told you that Brian listened to a lot of book three, mm-hmm. so he listened to that whole scene, mm-hmm. um, and I <laughs> remember his expression. But th- there's that thing that Tamlin says about like the noise she makes when she climaxes or yeah, something. She he gets t- ready to climax. T- he, asks, he, tell- he asks Reese that. Yeah, but she doesn't with that with him. She just blinds <laughs> everybody but with her bright like, light. Like it's just stuff like that. Like, yeah. And, and that's not something you would share with anyone either. And he was trying to to oh, yeah. her. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just a fuck twat. That's my favorite word. I created it. <laughs> I took two words, combined it together, and that pretty much solves a lot of my thought process on what I think of people. So I, I could just end well. You're a fuck twat, and be done with it, and move on. <laughs> Nobody trusts him. No, because. 
Kyburn is basically in his court. Well, it's in his court, and he made a bargain with Kyburn yeah. to get Freya back. Right. Well, if you hire someone to get your girl back, and now they're in your court, um, what's wrong with this picture? What type of message does this send to oh, yeah. everybody else? Whether you wanted them there or not, um, you still made a bargain with them and you did get her. Well, I'm sorry she chose to disrupt your whole court because you're a fuckwat. This is this is so funny because it's like everything he says is, is technically the truth, mm -hmm. but she doesn't do any, she, everything that she does, it's, she didn't create it out of thin air. No. So, like, Hybern was already there, and, she, you know, he, his whole thing is that, she, you know, she turned, you know, his entire court against him or whatever, that's his whole, like, defense. Mm hmm Um, she couldn't do that without you doing it to yourself. Exactly. She used the stuff that you were doing and just exposed you. Like, right. You exposed were, you, you were who you were. Yeah, you were already doing these things. You are not treating your employees properly. You did not treat your guards properly. You yell at people. You scream at people. You destroy things when things do not go your way. Of course, when she points that out, and then they see how you treat her, they're going to start drawing a line of, okay, well, he's done this, he's done this, he's done this, and then now she mm -hmm. has, you know, helped us put the puzzle pieces together. Oh, yeah, we're done with you. Yeah. Anybody in their right mind would be done with someone in that particular manner. He has no respect for anyone but himself. If anyone came into his court, he would expect his people to protect him. But would he protect his people? No, he would not. Yeah, I mean, I I know that he, and again, because he's a narcissist, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's not that he, he wouldn't do it, but it's not like going to always be the number one thing, right? Because there is a line, what was it? I can't remember the line that Favor says, thinks in the meeting, right? Like, where she does believe him about when he's talking about, like, where he moves his forces or something. Mm -hmm. And she says that she actually believes him because he probably would have moved, made some sort of move to protect his people or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but because I do think that he, I, I don't want to, because in, He's not, like, evil. You know, there's characters that are no, evil. but... It's just that you can't rely on him. So, like... No. Because he's gonna... If, if there's something that gets in his way, mm -hmm. he's gonna focus his attention on that. And, and, and then everything else becomes secondary. Because it all has to be on how it's gonna work for me. Yeah, for him. If it's not for me, why would I waste my time and energy right, on right, it? Right, right, right. If I can't manipulate these people to do my bidding or do what I want them to do, mm -hmm. where it benefits me, why would I continue? Right. You know, right. and that's basically right. what it is. Right. And so, you know, and when she made those whose eyes were not clear, who was not thinking properly... She opened them eyes, she made them think, 
realized mm. she's right. Of course they're going to abandon him. Of course they're going to go and tend to their own families because they have a king or whatever mm -hmm. he's supposed to be, a high lord that only cares about himself. Yeah. And who wants to be there for someone who only cares about mm -hmm. themselves? Mm -hmm. yeah. I sure the fuck wouldn't want to. No, no. Been there, done that, ain't fucking doing that shit again. And I still have a mother that's that way. And I still can't <laughs> believe he actually brought up the whole thing with Ianthe. Like, that was a bad thing. Like, okay, that she, you know, that, that favorite got into her mind and, like, did that to her hand. Like, oh, she I wonder if her lover touched. I'm sorry, but what did the bitch do to Freya? What did she do to Lucian? The and Lucian? I, mean, I know. She's technically a rapist. I mean, exactly. <laughs> that bitch is lucky she's walking around with a hobbit hand. I would have killed the bitch. I'm sorry if I walk up finding some damn hoochie of a mama fucking trying to sexually assault and Tamlin a push, friend pushed him into those situations. Exactly. And damn right I'm gonna fucking stop it. She was making Lucian feel extremely uncomfortable. No. No. I would have done more. And besides, Freya is not the one that smashed her hand. The bitch smashed it herself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was just subliminal yeah. messages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing that, I mean, how holds anything that he says is that, yeah, I feel bad for the, the people. Like, yeah, I do feel because, bad for the people. Because they are basically innocent and they're stuck in this situation where their court is basically being taken over by Highburn. And yes. I, and I do feel bad about that. I do. I um, feel bad for the people, but not for Tamlin. But it's kind of like, what is she going to do? You know what I mean? Like, she can't she can't get, uh, can't contact Tarquin, who is, shares the border with the Summer Court and move those people over there because she had, at that point, she had a blood ruby. So it's kind of like, and she can't take them and bring them to the night court because then that creates a whole other issue. Like exactly. she's, you know, coming Stealing in them. Right. So it's know? kind of like, I, I don't really know what she's supposed to do. Right. And, but to, but is it really her fault? No, it's not. No. But that's, like I said, that's the only thing that yeah. you could even slightly right. complain really about. Right. But again, that you could basically say that he put himself in that situation. He endangered his people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she didn't help the situation. You could say that. Right. But it's, she didn't start it. It was already there. It was already there. She just made everyone aware of it. Right. So. So. Um, I think she was doing them a service, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say what would have happened if she hadn't done all that. Um, because, you know, Tamman claims that he was spying on the, you know, Highburn and, you know, trying to... But, you know, we don't know. Well, you he know, was not. Um, he was too busy. Oh, my friend. I want my friend back. I want my friend back. to and just throw her off to the side like well, a little rag that's doll. why he's so mad of course
course it is. Because he has no control over his situation anymore. No. At all. And narcissists hate when they he have has, control. He doesn't have control over Feyre at all. No. He has no control over his own corpse. No. <laughs> no. And I think he's more upset with losing control over Freya. Oh, yeah. To his friend, no less. Because that's you not to... his fucking friend. Well, yeah, but you're uh, not anymore. No. Not anymore. Yeah, he, that, no, Reese ain't been his fucking <laughs> friend ever since that. Well, that's what I mean. Asshole went and killed his mother oh, yeah. and his sister. But they sister. used to be. Yeah, when used were, to be. When they were younger. Was a long oh, well, yeah. fucking time yeah, ago. But, but you know how that stuff is. Yeah. You know, in Tam- Tamlin's eyes, he's probably. Li- that's even worse that she <laughs> went to Reese. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to asshole number two, <laughs> which is Baron. Uh huh. Because he's no fucking worse. Well, Baron, he's a totally different issue, right? He is. A Tamlin's t- all about Pharaoh, like right. he's just mad, right? And Baron is like, okay, which one of these little motherfuckers I got underneath me is going to take over? Which he thinks is his oldest son will probably do, but you never know because he has what six other? He has a total of six kids that are his. Well, he wants Eris to take over. Yeah, and he, he knows wants. Eris is. Uh, he knows for sure. Yeah, I thought the thing picks. Well, yeah, but everyone, because he's the strongest out of the brothers. Strongest as in strength? I uh, mean, no, energy. Like, oh. because it's an energy thing. Oh. Um, he's his heir. Baron knows it, and, and so, yeah. So it's not... Well, we know that he's his heir. I mean, he's... Yeah, but no, he's not... I mean, I wouldn't say that he's 100% happy, because, I mean, that's Baron. I mean, he's not... He, well, he wants to probably rule forever, but... Of course. But, but he also, there is a part of him that knows that Eris is going to take over, and he, wants, right, and right. he wants Eris to take over. But again, um... As long as it's not Lucian, because Lucian isn't... Well, remember, Lucian can't take over. I know, so, but, but I'm there just yet. saying! Yes, so... I need a pull my thread! Um... <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. It's twelve twenty-two. I'm I know. just getting really tired. <laughs> um, Baron is just—he's just an asshole, like it, the general asshole. Yeah. The whole like you know I'm better than everybody else, but I just want to basically argue with everybody about every little thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Nobody's I'm right. right. Wrong. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. and I'm better than you, Tamlin. There's yeah. There's no like. He's not necessarily attacking anyone specifically. He just no. Yeah, he just no. argues with it, like it, any point. Yeah, his sons are worse than he is. I, I don't think so. I think so. Mm-mm. I think when it comes to fighting and arguing with people, his boys. He argues way more. Well, arguing verbiage. Yes. But argue fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his but voice. that makes me well, it also makes me wonder too, like he might not be very powerful, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just speculation. I don't And I, I just it, it, I just find it really weird and then some of the shit that he says to Freya. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 uh. And then uh he reminds me of those, you know, the guys that, like, try to overcompensate. Like, the guys that have those big trucks and they probably have, like, a tiny little penis kind of thing. <laughs> that, that's the kind of vibe he gives because, like, like especially, like, with the power thing. Like, yeah. he's so fucking pissed. Yeah. You know, the, you know, Feyre has his power. It's, like, because he, he doesn't like to... It, well, he doesn't know yet that she has well, No, power. but, like, later, you know, like... Right. He's, I think that's where a lot of his whole little asshole thing comes from mm-hmm. is that he's really weak person. 
Yeah. But he doesn't want anyone to know. But everybody so he, so he overcompensates. Right. He overcompensates, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody in this meeting finds out what kind of power she's got. Yes. So anyway, so with Baron. So with Baron, he running his mouth. Right, he runs his mouth about um more. Yes. And his son. Yes. And that whole thing. And of course, Azriel gets really upset mm-hmm. and attacks. Eris. Well, because Eris starts running his mouth as well. Yes. And so he goes after Eris. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Freya, after what, 10 minutes goes by? <laughs> yeah, well, Reese, you know, he, uh, like, he, he basically says to stop it, but he doesn't really do anything. He's like, Eris, stop, or Eris. You know, he says, he says, Asriel. Asriel, like, enough. yeah. Enough, Ezreal. And he, he's like looking at, he's saying something to Freya in the mind. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I got this. She gets up and she goes over to him. She just puts her hand on him. Uh-huh. And she goes, that's enough. Uh-huh. And he looks up at her and he's <laughs> like, well, I better stop because like mama's here, you know, the queen's here. I can't disrespect my queen. You know, she got up out of her chair to come and get mm-hmm. me to stop. So, and then they move chairs around so he could sit next to mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Morgan is just scared and upset and just not herself at the moment because shit that was said was wrong and she couldn't believe what he did. Because they both like each other, but they won't say it. Well, we know that Asriel. Oh, he loves her. Loves her. And loves her with a passion. Yeah. I, I'm i going to say this to everybody, even though this is, and I think I've said this before, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what video or what podcast I mentioned this in. But it's this is not a very... Um, you better check and make sure that's recording. It is. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not a very common fan theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually one that I think is very likely. Mm. Um, and that is that Asriel and Moor are mates. And this, this is actually not common. A lot of people don't think this. Um, but <clears throat> I feel like they are. Yeah. Um, and the reason I think that is because there is a scene, I think in book two, where Reese talks about mates and how the woman can reject the bond. Right. And it's kind of like, they have a a connection, but like, it's not, it has something to do with like instincts, you know, like men and women and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like, so it's not like the woman, it doesn't have like a mating bond or anything, but it's like not as strong. Mm -hmm. So they can basically reject and go do whatever the hell they want to do. Right. But the men really don't have a choice. I mean, they can reject it, but it's hard, I guess, like, because it like happens for them Mm -hmm. first, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me of that situation because Moore is so like, and eh, she just doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're, they've been friends like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Asriel is just like, he's so in it. You know what I mean? Like he's so like about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that because it just reminds me of that. Like, it's almost like he has no choice, mm-hmm. but he's like giving her space. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't want to give anything away because obviously you haven't read the rest of the series, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why, well, a part of the reason, at least that I know of, why she hasn't talked to Asriel about anything. Mm. 
Um, so uh, to me, it's like she doesn't want to even bring the subject up because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings, I think, mm. or to reject the mm. bond outright because mm. of their friendship. But again, that's just my opinion. And that's why she just, you know what I mean? Just does, yeah. like in denial about it. She just, they, they, that's why they pretend like, so they don't have to say yes or no. Or so, so more doesn't have to say yes or no. Mm. Yeah, it but, sucks being dumped. <laughs> but that's, again, um, and I guess I gave that away a little bit, that you, you don't, I don't even know whether they're mates. Mm. Because that's not... It, it covered up to where the series is right now. Mm. So that's why there's still, um, it's, fa people have fan theories as to who, and who is Asriel's mate and who's Moore's mate and all that stuff. Um, but that's actually not a common, uh, fan theory, mm. but I think that's very, very likely. Hmm. I just feel like they are. Just by the way that the way they, acts. yeah. He, the way that Asriel acts. He acts, he acts like, he wants to protect her. I wish I had a man that willing to protect me. I'm always yeah. the one protecting. <laughs> and I know in the book, like they always say, "Oh, it's because he feels bad about, you know, what happened to Mormon." You know, in that whole situation when she was like 17 or something, 18. I don't know. Um, but it's like what? It's like okay, there's a whole group but it's of them more there. intensified. Right. Because there's feelings involved. There's right. something involved. Right. Because it's like you're if you go with that theory, right? That it's just he's upset. Well, it's like, well, okay, then Reese isn't upset, and Cassian isn't upset, and, and they're upset, and they all were friends, and right? it, it, they don't react that way. So no, it's, it's because there's love there. There's there's definitely an an unspoken love that is a connection that cannot be broken by yeah. you know by a spell or anything like that. It, it's it's a destiny thing. Yeah, it's like he doesn't, especially in that scene where he just attacks Eris. Yeah. There, there's no logic behind that. He's just no. doing it out of like, almost like, it just comes out of nowhere. That's because you're talking to my woman type logic. Right. You know, you're offending her. Don't you think you've done enough to her? Maybe now you need an ass whipping? That's exactly what was going through my head when he attacked him. Yeah. It, enough is enough. You've hurt her more than you needed to. And I'm done. I'm done dealing with it. It's time right. that you get your ass whooped. Right. Plus, you know, being the NI people that we are, I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at the patterns yes. of mates. Yes. And of course, again, you haven't read all the way through the right. series. But yeah. if you look at all the mates that we know of, right, they, they all act a certain way. Right. And he acts exactly the same way that a mate would act. And just like as we continue with this conversation with the meeting... I am sorry, but what does Freya do when one loud mouth does not keep his mouth off of Reese? She attacks Varen with her powers. <laughs> Everyone's powers. Everyone's powers. <laughs> and it's, um, she almost damn near gets close to kill him. Yeah, because she pretty much she goes, oh, you want to shield yourself? Let's see how you can work with this. I can tear your shields down. I am a ward breaker. Oh, I wonder whose court I get that from. Oh, and let me get some water in here. Oh, can you breathe now? <laughs> she really goes off. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
It, it, it takes everything Reese can do to snap her out of it mm -hmm. because she is not listening to anyone. She wasn't even listening to him via mind mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and down the bond. He had to physically go touch her to get her to listen oh, yeah. to what was going on and what he was saying. You know, and he told her, yes, he does need to die, but not today, <laughs> in, right, in a sense. Right, right, right. Because he was being disrespectful to her to start with. And then she started disrespecting Reese. And the shit that he was saying and Tamlin has said about Reese, they have no clue what all he had to do to try to keep everyone that he could keep alive, alive. Right. They and yes, he was being manipulated by Amarella. He was her sex slave. He she was sending him out to kill certain people. She was having him manipulate certain people. She was having him use his powers to go get that. But if he did not do that, she would start killing those locked under the mountain. Mm-hmm. So, if he was trying to keep people alive, he was still doing things that she wanted to do, even though he didn't like it. But he was also reaching out when he wasn't locked underneath there, because two people were not locked underneath that mountain. And that was Tamlin, and that was Reese. Mm -hmm. So, Tamlin got through free will running around, because that's the guy she was in love with, and that was the only guy that he wanted, or she wanted mm -hmm. and Reese was doing her bidding but while he was out he was still trying to protect people making sure people were okay getting people here getting people there doing what he could keeping an eye on things and all in all you could say every nasty thing about it but he was also the only one that had the free will mm -hmm. to roam around that was protecting Freya who saved your fucking ass mm -hmm. she didn't have to she didn't have to come underneath that mountain and as a human to save any of y'all's lives. She couldn't kill Tamlin as, and that bitch knew it mm -hmm. because she was thinking, okay, I still get Tamlin and I can kill everybody because you can't solve my riddle. But before she took her last breath, she was able to solve that riddle. Mm -hmm. Because love is the most important thing that anyone could ever have and receive. And the spell was broken. And everyone survived but her. And so they gifted. Every single one of those seven high lords gifted a piece of them to her to bring her back to life. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't for Reese, she wouldn't be here. Because right. he's the one that kept her going. Mm -hmm. Tamlin didn't do shit. He wanted to fuck her. He didn't want to get her out when he had a moment to go see her when she was in the prison cell. He didn't want to try to escape with her. He didn't want to remove her from the situation. He just wanted better. And the whole time, Reese was a friend to her, and that was it. And then that loud mouth was being nasty, rude, an imbecile, a fucktwat, saying the most crudest, rudest things about Reese, not knowing everything that was going on, and still does not know everything that was going on. And she just couldn't handle them anymore. 
Yeah. And and I think she couldn't handle it because she knows that it, Reese it, he it the whole like the whole Amaranthus horror thing. It bothers he, him. It, yeah, that's like a trigger. Like he he you know, he I mean he was. He was a sex slave. He has also a form of uh, PTSD. Right. And yeah. a little bit of Stockholm syndrome because mm-hmm. He was pretty much shackled to her side anytime he was underneath the thing. It's like, Reese, you sit here. Reese, you come with me. Reese, come to bed. Reese, fuck me. You know? Yeah. When you're being controlled in that mannerism and you don't know how you're going to get out of it or what you're going to do out of it, and the only time that he had any freedom to think is when he wasn't underneath that mountain. It's the only time that he can take a moment just saying, okay, I got to do something. I got to help us all. And if it wasn't for him showing up at Midsummer's, that we call it. Uh, Calumet. Calumet, but it's Midsummer. Belting for us. Um, You know, stopping Freya from being around there and escorting her away from the area. We may not even have a heroine to be able to save them. Mm-hmm. So, and he kind of knew who she was already, in a oh, sense. Well, he did know who she was. He yeah. just didn't know her name. Right. Yeah. But, you know, but that's what I'm saying. He kind of knew who she was. He did not want to see her hurt mm-hmm. because he already was in love with her. And he's known it before she ever even left the human area mm-hmm. to come there. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it's just amazing how the story goes. So here she is, plucking away (laughs) at this dude. And, um, yeah, it's quite interesting. And the fireball she throws at him before she goes after him not only hits him, but the high lady of the summer, or excuse me, autumn court, and the eldest son. Um, The only one she's sorry that she hit was the lady because she knows what the lady has been through. And the lady's not treated very well either by the husband because, you know, what she's did. So (laughs) I'm not going to say much because I don't want to give it. I don't want to be the one that gives it away. Well, we get to that part we can because it's in the book. But yeah. Um, But yeah. Well, after that happens, um, they're like, can we get on with it or something like that? And Tamlin decides to pop some papers out. Oh, yeah. And this is what everyone needed to read and see. And what's his name when he Tamlin took or Tamlin gave it to where it was that was running, hosting the show. He made copies. I think it was him that made copies and everyone got a copy of it. And then... Um, I guess after the fiasco with her uh, powers, the powers, um, and they and she actually put them in check of that they're her powers now, and they need to get over it. Mm-hmm. Then her sister actually spoke up. Yeah, and her sister actually felt something happening, and. Um, she just, after she told them what needed to be done and everything, why she was there, that we all needed to fight. It all needed to be unity. Um, and then what was going on? I guess Tamlin left first and then Baron left. No, Tamlin never left. 
Taminat left, but Baron left yeah, with his Baron, family. He's like, I haven't decided Be- yet. Yeah, I haven't decided yet because he's butthurt because Freya put him in his place. She mm-hmm. checked him. She checked him hard. She checked him hard with every seven fucking power she had. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> and everybody, everybody was, okay. So even when she was letting him have it, Reese had to shield her and the rest of the group. Because all the high lords were on their feet, oh, well, yeah. like looking at what's going on, and he didn't know if they were going to attack her and them because she was attacking him. But uh, a few of them were concerned, oh, yeah. but a lot of them were like, whoa, <laughs> she's badass. <laughs> and Helian's like, that's where my, my power, power went. I was wondering where that little tickle went to or something like that. It was hilarious. <laughs> So that little kernel, <laughs> that little itch I get. <laughs> and we, well, we talked about how Feyre attacks Baron, but there's that part, that one scene where um, Tamlin says something and Reese takes, what is it, takes his, uh, oh, he can't speak. Oh yeah, he silences him. And he's like, what? He goes, what was that? I didn't hear you. <laughs> He recently releases a little bit, and he goes, uh, he goes <laughs> and everyone's like kind of looking around, and it's like, hmm, <laughs> that's one way to keep someone quiet. But yeah, Tamlin didn't like that too much either. What, wasn't there also a part, like, after she attacks Baron that he, he like instantly breaks Baron's shield, like, in an instant? can't remember what he says, but he says something about Feyre. He says something about Feyre. And he gets really mad. He just immediately breaks his shield, like, instantly. Yeah, he's just like he, and the shield went, and the chair went, and poof, and down he he went. Yeah, I saw it was purple dust. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was really disturbed by that. Yeah, I would definitely because, be in that court. <laughs> because that, nobody can do that. Mm-mm. Not even Feyre can do that. No. Everyone realizes at that moment what Reese is capable of doing. Reese is the strongest one out of all of them. I don't care what anyone says. Tamlin mm-hmm. is not that strong. Tamlin was more strong than anyone because everyone underneath the mountains had their powers restricted. Right. That is the well, only so he too. He had them half restricted. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And Reese had his half restricted. But they, they, she didn't fully restrict them. Right. Because she had Reese doing her bidding. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that's all she thought he was doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she loved Tamlin. You know, that was her mating bond. Was yeah, Tamlin. she was obsessed with Tamlin. She, yeah, because she's a wacko. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, no, he said something very ignorant about her and then he hit him with like like a jolt and his chair disappeared he went into <laughs> the ground knocked his shield completely off from around him and that's when Freya said it's mine not yours and I'll do what I want with them and you all need to deal with that you gave them to me I saved your life you gave me life those were gifts from you. They are now mine. You do not get them back. They are mine to do what I as I please with them. 
and you know I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Realize that she is there. She is almost as strong as Reese. Mm -hmm. So realize she's there to help you, and that's what she wants to do. Yeah. She didn't have to come to the one place when they were being attacked and help them. Mm -hmm. She didn't have to help Dolores be in there, but she did. She went on a rampage. She got to kill the one critter that she wanted to kill most of all because he was an asshole to her mm -hmm. and tried to haul her off to someone else so i mean the woman's been through quite a bit and mm -hmm. she's with someone that cares about her completely for who she is and doesn't control her mm -hmm. when you have people in your life that love you unconditionally for who you are and support you and are there for you those are the ones you want to support and be there for as well. Mm -hmm. But when you are being manipulative, it's self-centered, narcissistic, a bitch, a bastard to them. Do you seriously think they want to help you? Do you seriously think they want to stay a friend? No. Yeah. So if you have a good friend in your life, you have someone who loves you in your life, and you should at least respect them, if anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, Reese respects her. She respects him. Mm -hmm. And they look out for one another. Right. And that's the way it really... Their relationship is like the perfect relationship any couple could ever want for. They have a decent foundation. Mm -hmm. They care a lot about each other. They communicate with one another. They're supportive of one another. They're there for one another when another one needs to be lifted up or they feel like one, they sense when there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And so they're there. It's like, okay, what's troubling you? What can I do for you? Or just the thought of being held or, you know, the brush of the hand on the cheek, anything, just giving a reassurance that it's okay. Mm-hmm. We got this. It's not you got this. It's not I got this. Is we got this mm -hmm. because they're a team. Mm -hmm. There's there are still their own individuals, but yet they help one another. They're there for one another. They support one another. That is the best way to be in a relationship, allowing each other to walk your own path, but still being there mm -hmm. and being supportive. And Tamlin doesn't know what that's like, no. so Tamlin couldn't keep Freya. There's, he doesn't deserve for it. He doesn't deserve anyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he doesn't. People like that do not deserve that. Yeah. So, and the other High Lord doesn't deserve the wife that he has either. Yeah, that, that's... Because true. I'm sorry, but when your wife was being trapped by three guys and being or wolves or whatever it was that was after her... You couldn't sense that? Oh, I. that's why you couldn't sense it. You weren't bonded to her. She was made to marry you. She wasn't given a chance. She wasn't given a choice. Her family says, you're marrying him. Period. You know, and I'm sorry. You can't do that to kids. 
I, you can't do that to family. You can't do that. Any, I just don't, I don't believe in stations. I don't believe in any of that. You cannot say you need to marry this person because we need the, the business to be stronger. Or you need to marry this person because I said so. No, people should marry for love. They should marry. Ideally, yeah. Ideally. And so here, no, you did not know she was in trouble. It was the summer court that knew she was in trouble. It was the summer court that showed up to protect her. Because he felt it. Wait, who? Is in, in the summer court? All right, let, let, let's go back. I'm so fucking confused! Okay. I'm tired! So, oh my god, it's ten minutes to quarter to one. After the High Lord meeting. After the High Lord meeting, yes. They decide to stay. Yes. Because they're going to talk more. Yes. Um, the next day. Yes. So the inner circle, or what the inner circle that's there, mm -hmm. they, you know, go to their private quarters. Yes. And this is the part where you get to see Helian's character <laughs> for the very first time because he he pretends, kind of like Reese pretends. Yeah, he be, pretends he's a badass. He's a badass, but in reality, he's... He's funny as he's, shit. I love Helium. And he's he's bisexual, so... He's bisexual, He yeah. wants Cassidy and him working in the bed together <laughs> with him. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. He, he is the guy that he deals with his depression by sleeping with people. Yes. Actually, right? Yeah, so, yes. um, because, uh, you know, as we learn... Yes. Because he, you know... Favor asks some questions and stuff, and right. he kind of tells a story. Right. And that's kind of leads into what you were talking about, about the Lady of the Autumn Court. Right? Yeah. And, uh... Which is sad. Right. He is the High Lord of the Day Court, which is what you meant to say. Oh, yes, Day. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> light. But, I was thinking light, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, they... Obviously, clearly, they are in love with each other. Yes. But she was forced to marry Baron. Yeah. Sad. So sad. I wouldn't want to marry that fucker. Uh, it's telling me to stand up. I don't want to oh. stand up just yet. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, you know, they, I guess they had an affair for mm -hmm. decades, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until Baron, found, Baron out. found out, and then he does nothing now but belittle her. He's like another he narcissist. Abuses her. Yeah. He abuses her, leaves marks on her body where no one else could see them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Her youngest son is mistreated as well. Yeah, and that's something that Favorite kind of figures out, like, mm -hmm. on her own. That, mm -hmm. like, everybody probably know. well, Baron and the brothers probably know that Lucian isn't Baron's, Baron's son. Right. Um, and, and Baron probably knows that, too, and that's why they all treat him that way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why the Lady of the Autumn Court treats Lucian special. So special, yeah. Because... That's her love child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Helian doesn't know. No. It's a shame. That's all I should tell him. But that does mean that um, if Helian dies, the power will go to Lucian and he mm -hmm. will be the High Lord of the Day Court because as far as we know, Helian doesn't have any other children. Exactly. So. Because he's a ho. <laughs> Wait, <Helian>? yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Hip hop hooray! Oh, hey, I'm sorry, oh. he's just so funny. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm bi. I want you at night. <laughs> <laughs> that 
the part where Nesta comes in and he like tries to hit on her too, and she's, she's just like, like, I don't think so. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Let's move but on. But she comes this. in to say something's yeah, not right. Yeah, I know. And but even if she didn't have anything to say, I know. she would have been like, no, moving on. It's like, talk to the hand. <laughs> and he's all like shocked. Like, he's like, damn, <laughs> I'm shot down. I didn't even really get it out of my mouth yet. So, but yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. And it's funny how Moore goes and gets in bed with someone. Yeah, well, she's kind of like him. Mm-hmm. No, no way. Oh, no, yeah. She doesn't want to deal with her problems either. She, I, I don't want to deal with it. Even though I love him, I don't want to deal with him. What is my voice too loud for my own watch? Saying (laughs) decimals are too loud. (laughs) But, yeah. So, uh, Tamlin stays. Tamlin stays. He doesn't bother them. He stays in his own little area. I guess we'll find out next time what all fucking goes down. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Make sure it's still running. I don't want what happened last time. It's still running. Okay. And, um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I still, even to this, like, like, right now, I don't trust him when it comes to where they're going and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But, um, they, it's the next morning. They're eating breakfast, I think. Well, actually, Remember Nesta? Nesta felt something, but it it wasn't until the next morning. Right. So like she come... she felt something first, and then she told them. But they didn't find it. And anything. then they find it. Well, no, it, it, they didn't find anything when they went looking. And then the next morning, after breakfast, and I think they were on their way. They were actually in the meeting. In the meeting. Yeah. And she again said something's bad's not happening. I don't sick. feel good. And she starts vomiting and like her face is being all contorted and, and this. I think she has like a everything. seizure or something. It's almost yeah. like having a seizure and, but her whole body was being contorted. Contorted. Yeah. yeah. And, um, um, she is part of the cauldron. And then, you know, there was, Everyone felt it. Earthquake. It's like a gigantic magnitude size of an earthquake hit, and um, they didn't know what happened. They didn't know what it was, and I can't remember if she's the one who said the wall was gone. No, it was Reese. 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 I I sent uh, had people out. I don't know. He con. I don't know if he contacted somebody by the by mind or if like Azriel went and he was talking to him like. It wasn't, I don't oh, remember. Az- Azrael did go. Okay. He sent Azrael out, and Azrael said the wall's gone. Yeah, something like that. I think it was Azrael, because he could pop in and out, like, restart. Yeah, so. It was somebody. Somebody of a, some so, Somebody, yeah, Reese found out somehow, and, uh. And I think even after he says that, Nesta even confirmed it, that it was gone. Because she could feel it. Because she's part of the cauldron. I don't remember. I don't remember. We'll, we'll have to listen yeah. to it again, I guess. I All I know is that, like that's like the end. Like Yeah. It's like he says that the the, the wall is destroyed gone. or something. Yeah. And then that gone. was like, that's the end. And then it ends. Yep. And then we'll pick up next time. Yeah. For part three. Yeah. Which will have like another six hours. 
Yeah. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's the end of the book. Yeah. Well, yep. That's the end of that book. Yeah, that's the end of that book. Oh, good lord. And then we'll be on that. Well, the next one's a little novella, which isn't really... It's like the Christmas special, but, like, it's really the Winter Solstice special, but... Yeah. Shame we didn't get this... I I know, it would be cool if we did it for Right for Winter Solstice, you know? Yeah, because Jen and I are singing for Winter Solstice. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on music right now. So, yeah. So, but I think that's it. Yeah. We've covered everything... That we have read. Yeah. I still think it's funny <laughs> that they got their asses handed to them. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get through book one, though, because <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is not your typical fairy tale. <laughs> and we're going to have to suffer through that. Oh, God. Can we just wait for book two? <laughs> It'll be kind of like when when you were listening to the book one for the first time, and I was like, I'm like, wait, <laughs> Reese part, remember? Because obviously you didn't know at the time. No, I didn't. You know. just knew that I liked him, and she would chuckle on a few things. And, and it's it's like now you understand why. Oh yeah. I was like, oh no, Reese, like yeah. <laughs> Here's this part uh-huh. coming up right now. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I'd take a Reese in a heartbeat <laughs> over a Tamlin any day. But like now, like. If you watch it, like I am there's the a darkness. show, you know, you'll, now you'll know what's actually going on in that mm-hmm. scene, right? Mm-hmm. He already knows her, you know. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, look, that's when they first met. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, he's known her, but she doesn't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just go. Oh, my God. Maybe he'll be doing that anyway. You don't have to do it. <laughs> There should be a drinking game. Like every time he growls, like in the show, we drink. <laughs> we can make it up. Or we can have a red flag drinking game. So every time he does something, he raises a red flag. flag. <laughs> <laughs> we should be so drunk by the end. What's the choice? Soju or sake? Both. <laughs> Both. Depends upon how bad the red flag is. <laughs> Which one do you do? Maybe one's a growl and the other one's the red flag. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Or we could have two different types of flavors of soju. <laughs> Pineapple for the growl and cherry for the red flag. Yeah. Or something like that. So, we hope you guys have a very happy and merry and blessed Christmas and Yule. And that you, uh, You know, take care of yourselves. Get your rest. Eat. But no, it's late. It's late. I gotta get on home. It's so, late. We will say good night and good. goodbye. So long, farewell. Avida saying good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> That is our signal <laughs> to end <'cause laughs> this huh? podcast episode. Yes, because we're tired. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year.